to you later. Dr. Ron here, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, in our fourth year, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for uh, being loyal listeners to this podcast. I hope you've learned uh, a lot here. We are actually broadcasting this podcast live. I am in Pennsylvania, where it is cold, rainy, damp. Looking forward to getting getting back to Southwest Florida, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We have a lot of th- interesting things to talk to you about, but first uh, we have to tell you this, that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment based on information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, again, a big thank you. And uh, a request, if it uh, suits your uh, ability, This weekend is the old Armistice Day. It's Veterans Day weekend. And uh, we're looking for just 2% of people not to watch the kneelers and and turn off the NFL. And that's all it's going to take. So all the VFWs around the the United States, uh, most of the uh, clubs that are benevolent associations uh, are going to request that their members not watch NFL this weekend, which is Veterans Day. So uh, I know there's a lot of different opinions about it, Uh, and as Dr. O'Malley says in his book, uh, football has replaced religion on Sundays, but if you can see fit to not watch football this weekend and say no to the kneelers, uh, that would, I I think, influence... uh, the league to get uh, have some respect for our flag and our anthem. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so that being said, I want to introduce our co-host, and I want to t- just give you some uh, reason for uh, uh, being the CEO of your own body and listening to shows like Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, our topic today will be uh, osteoporosis and how uh, the pharmaceutical companies uh, have, have really... Uh, manipulated the science here. Uh, But first, let me introduce Dr. Dan uh, from sunny southwest Florida, where I will return hopefully on Sunday morning. Good afternoon, Dr. Dan. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron. I'm having a hard time. It's only 85 degrees here today. (laughs) Don't say what you said to me. Dr. Dan, I can't say what I said to you before. (laughs) They can just imagine what you said to me before. But I'm fine, of course. Frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. No, I'm fine. Have a good afternoon. You know, I saw that in a movie not recently uh, also. 
forgot where, yeah, which one it was. Yeah, that my uh, movie, and I made one up for great, but we won't get into that now. But good but afternoon great. to you and to Dr. Jerry. I'm sure he's on the line, too. Dr. Yes, Jerry is a world traveler, lecturer, uh, <laughs> incredible person, has a three-day cure. Dr. Jerry. I'm back uh, from rainy, uh, cloudy northeast. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I can, yeah that, you guys are really – I now I know why I went to southwest Florida. Incredible. Um, I miss it. I miss it already. Every joint in my body is aching. Come on back. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> – in, you know, we're, we, we've been preaching on, on uh, this program, this podcast, that you should take control of your uh, body, uh, get as much education as you can uh, so that you can make informed decisions, we call it, being the CEO of your own body. And uh, and something that just came out this morning uh, was printed November 2nd. In the, in the, um, by the AMA and the Mayo Clinic proceedings, it probably gives you some more ammunition to continue learning and and cre- uh, thinking critically about yourself. And the title of this article that was printed this morning was "One in Four Physicians Are Rethinking Clinical Practice." A national survey of physicians across all specialties in the United States, nearly one in five respondents indicated their plan to reduce practice hours within 12 months, and one in four, 25%, said they would likely leave their current practice within two years. This Mm. from the AMA, Chicago, Illinois, and colleagues report in the article published in the November issue of the Mayo Clinic Proceedings. The leading driver of physicians' intent to reduce clinical work hours or leave the current practice was burnout. But there's lots of other reasons in this study, but... And uh, this uh, this uh, affected uh, young men between uh, 40 and 55. So uh, uh, they're most likely to leave medicine altogether in the next 24 months. Uh, 7.4% of them are just going to pick up and get another career. So if you have a physician and he's good and he listens to you and uh, you have a good rapport with him and you're not afraid to ask him questions and not afraid to have a dialogue with him, uh, you better stick with them because uh, one in four are going to be leaving. So that was uh, something that uh, we've talked about, I think, here. Dr. Jerry has mentioned it. I've mentioned it. Uh, the paradigm in, in medicine has to change, and uh, this might be the, the start of it. Well, Any you should comment have, on that uh, before I go on to my editorial? Yeah. You should have the, the, your doctor listen to our show, and then he'll get a whole new uh, outlook on medicine. <laughs> Yeah, maybe one where he could be happier because patients are going to uh, uh, interact Respond. with him and actually feel good about themselves. Absolutely. So I think that's yeah, most of the doctors I've talked to here and, and and up north before I left were selling out to different groups. Whatever that means, I don't know. And maybe that's part of this whole deal. Well, that's part of twenty-five percent. Yeah. Yeah. But the bottom line is that they're not they're not enjoying the the medicine that they're that they're practicing and they are practicing it and they're not doing it properly and they're not having fun their patients are always complaining because they're not getting well uh so uh I think uh, things are changing and uh hopefully uh we'll have some uh, another brand of physician that uh, will get to the splinter to get to the cause of the problem mm. that being that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, once a woman reaches a certain age, 
uh, they know they're in a fight to save their bones, or so they're told. That's because one bad break could be enough uh, to cost them their independence or their lives. So when the reminder card shows up in the mail saying it's time for a bone scan, what do most women do? They don't mess around. But ladies and gentlemen, women especially, before you keep that next bone scan appointment, there's a dark and I would say a very dangerous secret about the test that you deserve to know and maybe never heard before today. The DEXA bone scan, either DXA or DEXA, it hit the market about 20 years ago. It's been causing mayhem, ladies and gentlemen, ever since. You see, the scanner basically, what does it do? It zaps your bones with x-ray beams, then calculates your bone mineral levels based on the darkness of the shadow that is cast. So you'll get something called a T-score. If it's too low, your doctor will be writing you a prescription for bone drugs. So fast it could make your head spin, and we'll have more on that later. The only problem, experts say DEXA scan is about the most unreliable medical test that you can get. And if you're not careful, you could spend years on dangerous and potentially life-threatening medications that, that you don't need. So here's, here's how crazy things are. Different brands of scanners can give results that vary as much as 20%. So one machine could say your bones are healthy, the other would claim they're fragile as, a, as peanut brittle. Can you imagine an engineer designing a bridge plus or minus 20%, an elevator plus or minus 20%? Uh, the way your T-score is calculated is a trade secret that DEXA scanner manufacturers don't reveal. So your doctor could end up prescribing you drugs based on a formula he doesn't even understand. So seemingly small things such as the x-ray technician's technique, the way you lay on the table, or even the kind of clothes you're wearing will all influence your score. Smaller bones show lighter shadows, so you get a low T-score, even if those bones are perfectly healthy. Can you believe we actually put people on medications based on this type of testing? And not just any other, not just any meds either. We're going to be talking about drugs like Boniva and Prolia, that may actually up your fracture risk. But some bone pills have been linked to cancer, heart inflammation, bone death, and low calcium levels that can be life-threatening. And even if you end up on these drugs accidentally, the DEXA scan is so worthless, it'll take 10 years of scans for it to tell the medications are not working. So that is the basis of a lot of women are going through uh, DEXA scans, and uh, they're told, uh, oh, you're getting old, so you're losing bone mass. But losing bone mass is a normal part of aging, yet the big pharmaceutical companies have managed to turn it into a billion, here, that's B with billion with a B, in the dollar industry, one that unbelievably has had its start in a conference room in Rome 25 years ago when that magic T-score number was pulled out of thin air. Okay, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. And now, thanks to new recommendations from prestigious doctor's groups, your T-score may be putting you in the crosshairs of being prescribed some incredibly dangerous medications, like I told you, Fosamax or Prolia. But once you hear the inside story, 
Uh, maybe you'll see why big pharmaceutical companies would rather you didn't know what we're about to tell you. Some things about these bone strengthening secrets that are easy, cheap, and even free. And Dr. Jerry has a lot on that uh, after we get through this. It's not so difficult, ladies and gentlemen. You're probably more familiar with your credit score. You know what that means more than you know the significance of your T-score. But while your credit score may determine how you can finance a big purchase like a car or a home, the T-scan can mean the difference between being told you have a disease or not. A T-score is determined by taking that DEXA bone scan, and it's, like you said, it's highly unreliable, one that many experts have called a scam instead of a scan. So, And that's what I put out today. We're going to talk about the DEXA scam. But nevertheless, women are told they absolutely need a DEXA scan after a certain age, you know, to see how their bones are doing. And since a normal DEXA scan T-score is based on the bone density, listen to this, of a 30-year-old woman, what, if you're 50, 60, you're practically guaranteed that your results will get you diagnosed as what, osteoporosis or osteopenia. But exactly how was the T-score figured out in the first place? Did anybody ever tell you? Did anybody even dare to ask their physician? It probably was a result of some very precise scientific studies, right? Double-blind studies and so forth. Well, not exactly. In 1992, a conference involving the International Osteoporosis Foundation and the World Health Organization took place in Rome. So these two groups gathered to figure out a number below which doctors could say a woman has osteoporosis. Guess what? No one had any idea what that should be. And as I said, quote-unquote normal is judged to be a 30-year-old. But the question was, how far below that 30-year-old number should they go? So finally, one of the attendees just got up and drew a line. Anyone on the other side of that line would now be labeled as having osteoporosis. That was good for many years and billions, with a B, dollars of drug sales. But somewhere along the line... Women got wise to all the side effects that osteoporosis medication can cause, and during the past 10 years, sales began to drop. So Fosamax and Prolia, for example, can up your risk of fracturing your femur. What is your femur? That's that long bone in your thigh. And that just happens to be the strongest and longest bone in your body. It can cause developing a, 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 these drugs can cause a, a condition called osteonecrosis of the jaw which basically means the death of your jawbone. Dr. Jerry knows that. And suffering disabling joint and muscle pain. And that's just a short list. On top of that, a few months ago, we knew about research out of Greece finding that these biphosphonate drugs can actually cause micro cracks in your bones, making them more prone to break. So here comes the ACP, the American College of Physicians, to help save the day for the big pharmaceutical companies. The group issued its recommendation published in the Annals of Internal Medicine saying that any woman told she has osteoporosis needs to start taking these drugs immediately and continue doing so for at least five years. The ACP claims it has fresh data in the form of statistical study that supposedly clears these drugs of upping your risk of a heart attack or stroke. Remember, I didn't mention that prior. Can I give you a heart attack or stroke? But it's more like the ACP is taking doctors by the hand so they can sign off as, on as many prescriptions as possible 
and the group's glaring disregard of all the adverse reactions that these drugs can cause is unbelievable, especially since it advises against women taking the hormone estrogen because it is associated with, quote, increased risk. Hello? Well, talk about the pot calling the kettle black, as they say. But some of the most important things you can do to keep your bones strong is don't they don't involve drugs and we're going to be talking about vitamin D and K and something that a lot of people don't know melatonin. So, ladies and gentlemen, the DEXA scan is based on a 30-year-old different scans can give you different results. One can say you have osteoporosis, osteoporosis or osteopenia. Another scan can say you 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 do not. And um, I, I have so much information on these phosphamex, these by these these phosphonate drugs. Uh, it's just incredible. I mean, causing a dead jaw syndrome. I mean, that's in the package insert. I mean, they keep adding to the package insert. And the highlighted section on the label for incapacitating bone, joint, and muscle pain and sudden fracture of the femur. I mean, that's in the package insert. In the package insert. Now, the researchers from the University of British Columbia found that these kind of bone drugs can significantly increase your risk of wet age-related macular degeneration. Has your doctor told you that that's a risk of taking these uh, osteoporosis drugs? Age-related macular degeneration? I mean, they're a Then you can't drug. read the uh, label anymore. <laughs> that's right. You can't read. And that's really sad. It really is. Uh, it, it's horrible. Canadian researchers found that the risk of uh, this uh, macular degeneration was four times higher in, in Fosamax users, well over double those taken Boniva, and triple for another one called Actinel. I mean, they looked at 8,000 patients with macular degeneration, ladies and gentlemen. This wasn't a four or five patient study that you know you could just write off. Uh, they also found that first-time users of the drugs are at risk of developing two kinds of severe eye inflammation called uveitis and scleritis. Inflammatory agents, that's what they are. They can damage your eyes. These conditions are serious. Is there any part of the body they can't damage? Well, I, I went through the package insert over the past two weeks. It's our last program. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the great uh, turnout of listening to about CBD, and we're going to have more on that. So if you're wondering how so many people get conned into taking these dangerous drugs, it's due, again, to the most unreliable medical test you can get. Dun, 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 the DEXA scan. So, sure, if you're over a certain age, you've been told by your doctor that there's a, oh, you've got to get this test. We've got to see how your bones are holding up. But in reality, the DEXA scan doesn't even give reliable results when being tested on the spines of cadavers. And that's how they're calibrated now. Look, the bottom line here, to keep your bones strong, uh, there's some simple and effective ways to do that. And uh, Dr. Jerry has a list of things that we, we can talk about. So before I turn it over to Dr. Jerry and Dan, let me just say that uh, I want to really thank everybody again for the tremendous turnout in listening to CBD. Uh, Berman's uh, said he had an incredible response from uh, the, the program. And there's probably no downside to taking the CBD products. I know Dr. Jerry, Dan, and I are, are starting to take them ourselves, and we'll report on that. 
And there's been a great study, which I'm in the process of reading. It's a comp- compilation of five other studies, and uh, I'll report more on that uh, uh, in the coming weeks. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bennett Amalu, the concussion doctor, uh, is going to be on the program. He's going to he's agreed to be on for at least 30 minutes. We're going to try and get it a little longer. Uh, so if you want to mark on your calendar, November 14th, Dr. Ben Lamalu, and we'll be talking about the doctor who had discovered CTE in, in football players. Well, Dr. Jerry, uh, you know, it's really sad that we have to uh, have a test that is just a, a, the only reason for the test is to get people on drugs. And uh, there's so many other there's so many causes that can be treated without drugs. So why don't I turn it over to you and, and uh, let our audience know about your research. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is, you know, you had the uh, statin scam with the cholesterol. So now when that starts to wane, you know, they just boost up uh, another phony test uh, to keep the drug sales going. Unfortunately, that's uh, the uh, the mantra of the pharmaceutical industry. There's a lot of issues going on with uh, medications, and um, you know the steroids are one of the big ones that really create havoc uh, with decreasing your calcium absorption. <clears throat> you know most people are taking what two, three drugs, maybe even more, and their doctors, you know, they don't have enough time to alert them, and that's why you really need a good compounding pharmacist to pick up the adverse side effects of the steroids. You know, it may be useful for an initial inflammatory process, but if you're taking it long-term, watch out, people. Um, you're going to you know, decrease your bone density and uh, increase your risk for, for serious fractures. The antacids, <clears throat> you would think that an antacid is an innocuous little drug. You got a little bit too much uh, indigestion, heartburn. Well, in reality, it's a lack of hydrochloric acid, but they sold the American people and the doctors a whole bill of goods, and the antacids, unfortunately, besides having uh, limestone, which is calcium carbonate, they throw in a little bit of aluminum. Hey, why not? It's light, right? It won't, uh, you know, increase the shipping costs. <laughs> so <laughs> it's crazy. You can't make this stuff up, guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, people are taking Maalox and Mylantin, uh, Ryopan, and uh, gel you so and they think oh my god it's really working well the reason why this poisons are really working is that it's it's an alkali and it's stimulating more hydrochloric acid production which is actually enhancing the digestion process and taking away your heartburn but uh, you know it's better to live the lie and keep pushing the drugs uh, i know a favorite of dr ron's is the proton uh you know pump inhibitors Mm-hmm. Uh, they're de- you know, designed to reduce the gastric actions. Well, the gastric uh, acid. Well, heck, if you don't have gastric acid, how the hell can you digest your protein and carbs and fats and so forth? I mean, it's ridiculous. But people, you know, give me the purple pill, man, that Nexium, that Prevacid, that Prilosec, uh, the Protonics. I mean, you know, I can't live without it. Well, the problem is you're not going to live too much longer by keep taking these poisons because they just – you know, decrease the digestion of the protein, it putrefies, it rots in your gut, and then you wonder why you get colon cancer and arthritis and cataract and headaches and insomnia. I mean, it's just one domino effect after another. Again, the same thing with antibiotics. You know, prolonged use of antibiotics, especially tetracycline, it impairs the healthy bone structure and function. 
So taking your, you have to take a probiotic uh, at least one month after you stop the darn antibiotics in order to, uh, you know, re-inhabit uh, or repopulate the, your intestines because otherwise the uh, antibiotics just uh, destroy the microbiome and uh, these microbiomes would assist digesting fats, carbohydrates, and proteins also. So a word to the wise, uh, anticonvulsants, you know, the bottom line is, they also uh, inhibit the liver's ability to uh, to metabolize D3, and uh, you know, and that helps with also the uh, absorption of calcium, the D3. You know, people on Dilantin, that's the most commonly used anticonvulsant, along with the phenobarbital. Uh, the key is most all drugs that your physician has prescribed is going to have a downside, and the trouble is they don't take the time to apprise you of it. You know, the big thing with diuretics, I know when my dad was on diuretics years ago, and you think this stuff is innocuous. Oh, it's just a water pill. You know, they make it sound, you know, non-threatening. But in addition to flushing out the potassium and B1, it also creates, uh, you know, problems with uh, your bone, uh, you know, absorption of your calcium. And it co- and causes excretion of ex- actually ex- excess calcium. So you got to be careful with these darn drugs. The Lasix, uh, the Diazide, you know, uh, they're not, you know, uh, free of all adverse issues. Um, and the other thing is thiazide diuretics. They actually can help you preserve calcium. But again, taking a medication to treat a symptom is not in your best interest because. If they haven't gotten to the initiating factors, you're just putting poison in your body, which your body's going to have to deal with. Another big one is, of course, the heparin and the uh, the Coumadin, the rat poison. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the warfarin, they call it. Um, but it's it is a, rat poison. It is rat you poison. You said it 100%. right. It was a good slip. It was a good slip. <laughs> good slip. <laughs> the blood thinners or the anticoagulants used to treat heart problems can initiate calcium absorption a problem. So, again, you, you think you're taking a medication to help one problem, and you're setting up a major issue down the line that, that could cripple you or even kill you. The other one that kind of blew me away, Dr. Ron and Dr. Dan, I, I never even realized this. You know, they use lithium to treat patients for bipolar Wait. bipolar disorders. Okay. Right. Um, right. One of the side effects is that the lithium stimulates parathyroid hormone. I never realized that. And that actually increases the breakdown of bone. <laughs> That's a new one for me. So I don't know about you guys, but I never heard of that aspect. No, I didn't uh, I didn't hear about it until I studied it today. <laughs> never heard of it before. That's right. why I enjoy well, doing me, the research. Me, yeah, well, let, me, let, me, let me just throw out something, too. There's a recent article sure. that I have in my stack of articles to bring up sometime. There is a groups of physicians saying that because everybody's so depressed, they should be probably adding now lithium to their drinking water. Oh my uh, God! <laughs> oh, watch God. out! But did they watch uh, out? Lithium and fluoride were doomed. That's right. You got it. Even at one part per million, the the fluoride's going to create uh, brittle bones because it locks on to the uh, calcium ox- uh, uh, appetite crystal and it becomes yeah. more brittle. The other, remember yeah, Dr. Yamianos? Absolutely, Dr. Rowe. He had that picture in Greece. Oh, yep. God. Yep. 
Oh, why don't you tell her? Tell her what? Yeah, me, yeah, a couple more. The methotrexate, you know, right. it's basically a chemotherapeutic agent, and they're using it for arthritis, cancer, psoriasis, and other immune problems. So that can, you know, again cause brittle bone. And the gonadotropin hormone, releasing hormone, is used to treat endometriosis. Again, you're going to get loss of bone density. So here's 11 drugs that are commonly used out there, and they can all wind up causing you to get a hip fracture or just osteoporosis. And, and again, going back into some of the other causative factors, underactive thyroids. Osteoporosis is one of the side effects. And this is something that's so ubiquitous uh, or prevalent in our society today that the blood tests are not picking up. So anyway, I just thought that this was pretty amazing uh, research with the common drugs and, and what the heck's going on. And I think the takeaway from me, Dr. Jerry and Dan, is that, you know, if you say you are diagnosed with osteoporosis, the first treatment is not a drug. The first that the way of handling it the, is to, to analyze everything that you are taking to see if one of the drugs you're taking is causing the problem. So maybe the treatment is getting off some medications, not adding more medications. Maybe that plus a reverse osmosis filter, get rid of the fluoride. Uh, you know, we we didn't talk about electromagnetic fields. So Dr. Jerry's very concerned with them. You know, maybe limiting your your exposure to to them at least where you can in your home. Uh, getting off the uh, cable, the what's that guy? The cable guys, uh, PPI, the purple purple pill, which is really purple crack. Because once you get on it, it's very difficult to get off of. Uh, Larry, the cable guy, is not doing you any favors, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, and now, so maybe the, the takeaway for me, Dr. Jerry, from all the research you did is that you know maybe that you know our physicians, if they had they and they don't have the time, or their physician assistant, they have to go through, or just like Dr. Joe said, I should really keep forgetting about the, our pharmacist, our friendly pharmacist Joe at Apothecare 360 in Fort Myers. Uh, you know, go to him for for a, a consultation, a brown bag consultation, so he can see what your your drugs are doing to you. So uh, that was really really informative. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. You know, I had a patient years ago that came in. And she was on Fosamax, and it took me a couple of months to convince her not to, to stop taking the darn drug. You know, what's interesting? Uh, they actually banned it many years ago in Europe because. What it does is it stops the breakdown of bone. Well, you know, the body has these biofeedback mechanisms. When something breaks down, it stimulates another system to build up. But when you lock the bone down and it's not breaking down anymore, that feedback mechanism, that loop, is destroyed. So how can you build new bone if you don't get the signals? It's yeah. just crazy. You know, the, their it whole is. mentality, there is no logic to what they're doing. And if these doctors well, would wake is. up... there is a logic. There is oh, a logic. Oh, yeah, making money. <laughs> exactly, there's the logic. Yeah, take it to the bank. I understand well, that hyperthyroidism can also well, cause uh, osteoporosis. Is that not correct? Hyper, yes. Perthyroidism. Yeah, be, yeah be, great. Which we, we, don't, we don't see as much as that as hypo, I don't think. Well, you know, it's interesting, uh, Dr. Dan. I just had a patient yesterday who has Graves' disease, and I picked up um, an interesting uh, component. She had cytomegalovirus in her eyes. Uh, 
Mm. And, uh, yeah, and, and also uh, glyphosate, you know, our favorite little Roundup weed killer that uh, everybody should have on their shelf. <laughs> but the, and yeah, that's why everybody's and, got it. We all have it in our blood. Might as well keep it on your shelf. Exactly. <laughs> and this is the frustration is that these doctors in a million years will never, ever think that these poisons are trapped in different organs of the body. And so, you know, you're going to get a hyperactivity of the thyroid because of the poisons that are in there and these and the virus that's in the eye. How can it heal? It's impossible. And yet right. no blood test in the world is going to pick this stuff up. No. And nobody's going to check you. Oh, and then, yeah, and then they wanted to cut the muscle in, in her eye to, to reduce the bulging of it. This is, yeah, uh, I said, that, that, that never worked anyway. Of course not, but what can I tell you? This is and look, you're going to the white coat with the stethoscope around his neck, so he's got to know what he's doing, right? You're a poet. <laughs> the white coat with the stethoscope. <laughs> you're oh, a I poet, like Doctor Jerry. <laughs> 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 well, we'll use but, that you know, one. I'll, I'll add that when when I say get your meat off the seat. All okay. right, Doctor Dan. Anything from your end? Yeah, um, most of your most of your for most of your fractures in the in this disease occur in the hips and in the vertebral areas and in the wrists for for some reason. And sometimes you can get rib fractures too. But of course, any bone can break. And, we know uh, here, Doctor Dean. You just mentioned something. The the magic word. The duck just came down to my office with a hundred hours in its mouth. You said disease. Is it? Hey guys, hey guys. Is it really a disease, or is it a nutritional deficiency? Come on, let's think about this. Yeah. What? Is, what is it? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't well, think it's a disease. Uh, it, it, and then it, if you it, take too much uh, calcium, you, you have a chance of causing all kinds of problems. You have to be careful with that, too. You have to take enough calcium per day. And, of course, if you're too thin, or another thing is to bring up, thin people have more trouble than heavier people who seem to have more estrogen in their fat, it seems. And, yeah. and they're able to uh, 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 decrease this particular disease. Um I I know some athletes that have had some trouble with this because they got very thin from running and things like that. So, well, be guess careful. what? There's certain exercise. foods. Yeah, there's certain foods that cause osteoporosis. One of which is alcohol, right? It increases inflammation right. and it leads to more calcium being leached from the bones. Smoking. Yeah, and how about sweet beverages? Oh, can't wait to get oh. that uh, high phosphorus, high high acidic 2.6 pH soda, and that pulls the calcium out of the bones. And again, oh, the sugar ice fruiters too. I, I didn't come across that one. That wasn't mentioned, but uh, that, that that's probably true. Just keep away from that stuff. That's because it wasn't in the Reader's Digest, Doctor Dan. You know, <laughs> if it's not in the Reader's <laughs> Digest, it's not it's not an official medical jargon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Beverages are just horrible. I mean, I, the Coke products that have anywhere from seven to fourteen teaspoons of sugar in them. And as we've talked about, sugar is the basis of a lot of inflammation and heart disease and cancer. So that, that, that's a big one, uh, Dr. Jerry. Yeah, you know, Dr. Dr. Ron, uh, I was at a, a conference up in um, um, Markham, Ontario, two weeks ago, and one of the physicians was talking about this whole inflammatory process, and you mentioned about the sugars and all. Well, sugar causes insulin to be dumped out. 
and insulin yep. causes inflammation. So the more right. carbohydrates, the more carbohydrates we eat, the more sugar we eat, the more insulin we have, the greater the inflammation, the greater the breakdown of the body. It's just it's just so simple once you see the connection, connect the dots. And we have to be but definitely we have to be more careful with everything we do as we get older because the tendency to get this as you get older does increase. Now that well, I'm almost nine and a half, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting younger. I'm in my own head. You, you yeah, have the, to you have to be careful as you get older. Yeah, Take care older folks. Yeah, they, they start gravitating towards the processed foods because it's easier. You know, they. I mean, I go out with a woman now. She don't cook anymore. She lost a recipe box on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> she lost the recipe box. That's good. Yeah. But uh, all kidding aside, I mean, you know, these older people go for the more processed foods, and that's what's loaded with all the, the chemicals, and then especially the processed the red meats. You know, high intake of sodium in the red meats results in bone loss. Uh, it's it just unbelievable. And the caffeine, I mean, who who the heck doesn't run around with a cup of caffeine in their hand early in the morning? And and the caffeine it acts like a diuretic, and it flushes out the minerals. Yeah. They got people... Well, so here... So now we have drugs and diet, things that we can control, uh, if you know about it. Right, Jerry? Right, Dan? Yeah. Right? You know, I, so I've been taking without this without going new... on a drug? Sure. I mean, uh, kefir, uh, yogurt, raw cheese. But every day, I mean, I, every day. I've been, absolutely, I, I've been making my own yogurt, and I get this stuff online. It's called Bravo. It's actually made in Switzerland, but they sell it. Uh, through uh, Australia, but the key here is it's a powder, and you mix it in with uh, milk that you just bring to a slow boil and then let it cool down to room temperature. It's real simple to make, but I do a half a gallon at a time, and it lasts me for like two weeks, but it's so important to get that dairy, that fermented milk, that dairy, into your intestines because it re-implants the microbiome. That is key to your whole immune system. And and unfortunately, with the antibiotics in the food, with the steroids in the food, and all of the crap, it's destroying the healthy bacteria. So uh, well, you're in we trouble. should take a probiotic every day. Well, uh, that is a probiotic. If you take right. yogurt, good right. yogurt that you right. make, it's eat, a probiotic. Well, I'm, in, in addition to, I eat yogurt personally. Uh-huh. This is what I do, and I take a probiotic every day. Whether I try to keep off the antibiotics. And, yeah, and you careful. mentioned that if, if probiotic younger, uh, a month yes. after you take antibiotics. I yeah. think a probiotic every day is good. I don't know but if you guys careful. agree yeah. with that or not. Absolutely. So right. it's fun. You know, the wild, you know, wild-caught fish, for example, um, it may be Atlantic. related to chronic inflammation. You need your omega-3 fatty acids to reduce your inflammation. So your when fish you go to these important. stores, make sure you, you, you get the Atlantic uh, wild uh, salmon. That's, uh, uh, that's uh, not... Uh, uh, made in a farm, that that these people make in a farm, feeding them the wrong things. This way, you get the healthy um, minerals and uh, uh, stuff in, into your system. Yeah, go and to a not- Japanese restaurant once in a while to get some the nori seaweed that they wrap the sushi with. Right, it's high in minerals. The wakame, the kombu, again, that's good stuff. You know, yeah, that's right. It's all good minerals that we just don't get. Green leafy vegetables. I mean, people think uh, iceberg lettuce, a cucumber, and a slice of tomato is a salad. You know what I mean? It, it, that's not oh, reality. No. Yeah, you need the uh, kale, collard greens, bok choy, you know, your vitamin K, your calcium, 
uh, your alkaline foods, you know, it's really, really important to start thinking. Look, most people plan, spend more time planning their, their spouse's surprise birthday party than they do their own health. <laughs> and that's why they're so let me sick. Just, yeah, let me just throw something in here, and, and I know you're going to bring it up. I'm sure you will anyway about the synthetic vitamin D because that can cause, as you know, hypercalcemia. Right. Uh, with that, that you, you, it leads to an excess of blood calcium and calcification of soft tissue. Synthetic D, ladies and gentlemen, is added to milk. Commercial milk right. does not have the same beneficial effects as D from cod liver oil. And uh, I saw in some of Dr. Jerry's notes, he, he good there for him recommending raw milk when you can get it. So there, there's a it, because it's more natural. Uh, the, well, yeah, absolutely. Fat, you know, we, yeah, we don't talk synthetic. about fats, but people don't have enough fats in their diet. Animal fats supply usable vitamin K. Uh, this is, you know, it's associated with blood clotting in individuals who lack the ability to use vitamin K suffer what hemophilia, right? But vitamin K plays an important role in bone metabolism, especially K2, and it's more available in fat than oils found in green vegetables, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, there are things you can do. Vitamin E, fat-soluble E, also plays a role in promoting bone health. Uh, bone health excuse me. Uh, lots of studies backing that up. The Western Price Organization really has a great, great website talking about bone health. Uh, and, and as Dr. Dan said, bone loss in women coincides with the their estrogen levels decreasing and their progesterone levels decreasing. Okay. Exactly. But, right. It doesn't, but it doesn't, doesn't have to initiate osteoporosis. It just because it's observed doesn't mean it's a, it's a causative factor. So observations don't always mean causation. So we have to be careful. Okay. We have to think about animal fats, which we have been lacking for the last 50 years because of Ansel Keys. Okay. That, that, that's why we have epidemics of so many different chronic diseases now, in my humble opinion. Uh, we have not been eating the good fats in our diet because we were sold, not we, I mean our doctors and our educators were sold on this low-fat uh, nonsense, okay? So, uh, yeah, and the what, other thing is organ meats. You know, most people turn uh, their noses up, but, you know, liver and the thymus, which is sweetbreads, uh, you know, th- these are high-concentration uh, nutrients in these organs, and um, you know what can I tell you? I just start feeding my cats raw gizzard and uh, heart and uh, and chicken livers. I had the Amish farmer grind them up for me, and I I mix it in with their regular food because they're getting good wholesome raw foods. And you know something? The interesting thing is their poops don't smell, and they're smaller, and they're getting more nutrients, and uh, you're going to have better. Uh, behavior and less illness and all this stuff when you get real food. It's too simple. Uh, Dr. Jerry, what what natural supplements? Now we're talking natural supplements. Uh, are you recommending for your for your uh, clients? Basically, we use food based. So, and you know, first of all, anything green that you're eating—kale, collard greens, celery—has magnesium in it. So, eating green variety, you know, you're going to get magnesium. Uh, you know, the recommended dose is like 500 milligrams a day. I personally recommend magnesium orotate. The, the orotates that uh, Hans Nieper, um, you know, recommended. I don't, most people don't realize that uh, 
you know, Ronald Reagan had colon cancer when he was president, and he flew to Germany, and Hans Nieper reversed his cancer. Then, of course, the FDA wouldn't let Nieper back in the United States to lecture for 15 years. The key is he's the one that came up with the orotate formulation. It's very quickly absorbed into the body, and um, it's the way mother's milk is produced. Mother's milk. Jerry, can I just stop you for a second because you you mentioned one of my most favorite people. Dr. Nieper was a physicist, Ph.D., and he was a M.D., and he had a specialty in oncology. The man, I, met, I studied with him, I met with him, I had one of my family members uh, treated by him, an absolute genius. And not only did Reagan go to him, but uh, uh, the other uh, bald-headed guy uh, that died of uh, colon cancer. Um, uh, I can see him now. Uh, Tell, Telly Savalas? No, President? no, an actor. Uh, oh, no, an actor. Um, Ball headed. I, he played in, in a, like, like a Chinese. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name. Brenner. Brenner. Brenner uh, yeah. Yul Brenner. David Brenner. Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. He went there. Yul Brenner. The same thing. Yul Brenner. Yeah, Yul Brenner. And he went there to Dr. Nieper. Was, his cancer was all under control. And his agent said, no, you can't go back there. And he, then he died. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but Hans Nieper is one no, of my okay. favorite people. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, and I agree. The magnesium aspartate, magnesium orotate. He, he he liked the aspartate too, Jerry. Yeah. But aspartate or orotate, he's, the most yeah, absorbable forms. Yeah, but you know, people look, they go to some of these uh, inexpensive uh, vitamin stores and, you know, they, oh, it's $2 cheaper. But, yeah, it's magnesium oxide. It's ground up rocks. And so it's good for plants. Seriously. <laughs> That's why it's so cheap. <laughs> I gotta try that sometime. <laughs> yeah, you look at the labels. I'm telling you, it'll blow your circuits. Same thing with calcium. They calcium oxide or calcium carbonate. That's limestone. How in the heck are you going to dissolve that stuff? It's okay. You grind it up, put it on your lawn, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the same thing with vitamin D. You were mentioning earlier, Doctor Ron. They took lanolin and they irradiated. And it turns into vitamin D3. Well, you know, Royal Lee back in the 30s said, this stuff's poisonous you put into the human body. And sure. that's and that's what the heck's going on. So you needed a fermented vitamin D, you know, at least like 5,000 units a day. People, say, oh, one of my patients said they had their blood tested. And the doctor said, oh, your vitamin D is fine. It's 47 nanograms. Um, no way. It's ridiculous. It should be, excuse me, 50 to 70 to keep your immune system up. And, uh, you know, your vitamin K2, uh, again, it's, you know, you need to, uh, your protein and for bone formation, the vitamin K2 is very, very important for that. Um, You know, the key is strontium. Again, you're looking at 680 milligrams daily dose, but uh, people don't pay attention to these things. So some of the uh, top K-rich foods you want to look at is uh, green leafy vegetables, kale we mentioned, natto, which is fermented soy. It's very healthy. There was a doctor, I remember, in uh, in Seoul, Korea. I've been there many times lecturing, and he was a medical doctor, came down with cancer, and I believe he's the one that patented the, the natto uh, supplement, and he reversed his cancer, and he, he dropped out of medicine, and he has uh, two all-natural organic uh, restaurants, and, and I've eaten in them, and they're just, you know, superb because it's all natural food and you really feel good after you eat but natto is is something that most people think it's um you know foreign language um 
scallions, again, very important for the, the greens, the Brussels sprouts, the cabbage, okay, the broccoli. Uh, your, again, your yogurt we mentioned. Prunes, I was really surprised, but prunes are high in K2. <clears throat> Cucumbers and uh, dried basil. So these are things that you can find in a market very readily. You don't have to go, you know, swimming through crocodile-infested waters to find these things. Could you tell us a little more, Jerry, about K2? Dan, let me add a little, uh, before we go yeah, ahead, and we'll talk about K2, let me add something so we can get it in here, because there are a couple of things I, that I think also. Uh, plant foods, we talked about uh, fruits, especially apples, nuts, and grains. They supply something that not too many people talk about, and that's boron, because you need boron to convert vitamin D to an active form. And it's also important for estrogen formation. So uh, boron, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to take a supplement, but you can get it from fruits, especially apples, nuts, and grains. We didn't talk about iodine, but indirectly we talked about thyroid. So iodine that's found in natural sea salt, seafoods, and butter, what's it do? It keeps your thyroid and your ovaries healthy. They play a role in your bone integrity. Magnesium, Dr. Jerry just talked about, I agree wholeheartedly. How about chromium? Why chromium? Because remember Dr. Jerry said insulin activity, uh, you get uh, too much insulin from a bad diet. Well, chromium contributes to bone health by normalizing insulin activity. Type 1 diabetics are prone to osteoporosis. Chromium picolinate has been found to reduce the amount of calcium excreted in the urine and therefore may protect against bone loss. And those refined carbohydrates, you know, I mean, they can cause a chromium deficiency. That's they 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 just rob your body of everything, okay? And please yeah, be cinnamon. careful of fluoride. Cinnamon, right? Cinnamon, it's wonderful. Yeah. It tastes great and it helps regulate your your insulin levels. So uh, I know a lot of diabetics I mean, yeah. in, in taking insulin now. They take an insulin pill, or they they make sure they put plenty of insulin on their food. Uh, excuse, excuse me, uh, cinnamon on their food. And I'm a person who uses a lot of cinnamon, so just for to be safe. Don't take any chances. I just make sure it doesn't come from China, please. No, yeah, South that's Philly. Problem. You have to watch if it. it's Termini, coming from Termini China. Termini Bakery in South Philly gets cinnamon buns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Termini. Oh, my God. I love Philly. that place. <laughs> All right, Dr. Went... Dan, you wanted to and... talk about K2? Is that what you were yes, asking Yes, K2. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, people actually can apply it to the skin, and it removes spider veins. Now, who the heck wouldn't want those to disappear? It's also good for bruises, scars, and stretch marks and burns. So K2 has a multitude of physiologic uh, activity in the body. It's also good for rosacea, you know, the, the rashes on the skin, um, the redness and the pimples in the face. And after surgery, K2 is used to speed up the healing of your skin and the bruising and the swelling. I mean... Again, get back to basics. You know, if someone said effectually, if it's in a cardboard box, you're better off eating the cardboard box and forget about the contents. Um, you got to get fiber. You got to get, you know, food that has bio uh, photons in it. That's what, you know, heals the body, not not the synthetic garbage. All right. So let's Did you have go any on other thing on K2? Yeah. Well, K2 is just, you know, you need to take K2 to, to uh, have the calcium uh, get to where it's needed and it doesn't get in your in your blood, you know, and, and make your yeah. arteries hard or whatever. It helps to uh, get it through the barriers so it gets into the cell. Yeah. Cause, so it, blood it, it really gets, yeah. it, may, may, yeah, it makes it useful. So yeah, K2 so is really, uh, especially when you're taking 5,000 uh, international units of uh, D3, 
Uh, you need that 100 micrograms of, uh, of K2. Very important. One other thing that Tetley, Lipton, and Red Rose and every other brand of your favorite bar beverage has uh, that the drug companies would love instead of that overpriced pill. It turns out, ladies and gentlemen, tea, which we haven't talked about in a long time, is a bone-saving bonanza that could well help all of us avoid osteoporosis. One without all those side effects we talked about, those bone drugs, those bone-breaking drugs. I often thought that, you know, they had Sally, they, they put Sally Field out there uh, to, to hawk those bone-rotting drugs for us. And said, so, well, she's a flying nun. He doesn't need two good ladies to go around, but we do. So be careful. So what about this tea? A study from Down Under just revealed another health benefit. It appears that traditional beloved brew can substantially cut your chances of being laid up with a broken leg or a life-threatening hip fracture. Researchers at South Australia's Flinder, F-L-I-N-D-E-R-S, Flinders University, monitored 1,200 women with an average age of 80 for 10 years, and what they found was that those who had three cups of tea daily had a whooping. This is really, now this is something to talk about, but you know you won't hear this on the mainstream. 30% fewer broken bones due to osteoporosis than those who never or seldom drank tea. Why? Because of the flavonoids that are present in both green and black tea. They believe these chemicals act to slow the rate of skeletal degeneration while actually help, helping to add, get this, new bone cells. That should be news on every channel, right? That should be news to the 10 million Americans that are, they, they think are suffering. It's probably more, 10 to 20 probably, osteoporosis. And another 43 million. million yeah, it, it's a ton of people because of the flawed test. They can make it, everybody that takes a test going to have it. So, if you have a loved one and you're considering whether to begin one of those bone-crunching, bone-breaking drugs like Boniva or whatever that can cause stomach problems, esophagus problems, you know, you you got to take it, you can't lay down, uh, or Fosamax, which, which can cause severe heartburn pain. And, you know, people on these drugs, they wonder why they're always aching because it's from the drug, okay? And one other thing, Jerry, that I found is that melatonin, actually helps bone regeneration. Melatonin, something that I take every day. The best, it's one of the, besides CoQ10, is really a great antioxidant, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think uh, it's so, the strongest antioxidant that the body produces on its own. And this is why you know. if you're sleeping at night, you know, turn the night light off because any light diminishes the production of melatonin. So one of your insomnia problems may be the fact that uh, you're not getting enough darkness in your bedroom. So why do you think women are four times more likely to have osteoporosis than men? Uh, hormone imbalance, I'm sure, has a lot to do with yeah. it, the uh, higher estrogen. I'm going to put a little different spin on it. I agree with you, but I have a spin on it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you're right. For every man who develops osteoporosis, there are four women waiting in line ahead of him. So that's how much less common it is, okay? Uh, let me just see here. So they, they want to, you know, I could go on about how they really want to get men to, to get more testing so they can drug them. Women are turning away from osteoporosis drugs in droves. So what 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 what's the pharmaceutical company? They're going to screen more men, okay? And we know that the, the, the drugs are worse than the disease. Uh, but let me get to the to the bottom of this study. 
and and none of us want to have the the side effect of these drugs. So if you're worried about your bones, and you should be, and if you're a guy, please don't waste your time with screenings and don't swallow those drugs. Guess what we're recommending out of this study? Swallow some beer. You heard me. <laughs> a cold brew is just about the best source of bone-building dietary silicon around and also one of the most bioavailable, meaning your body is able to use it efficiently. And we didn't talk about silicon, but it's critical like boron for bone health. And just about all beer contains at least some silicon, but the highest levels by far are the hoppy IPA beers that are all the rage these days. So, you know, if you want to be trendy, you can really help yourself by, uh, in addition to that kale and broccoli and everything else you're eating, you know, you can can wash it down with a... Yeah, if you can get your physician to write a prescription, you can deduct it on your income tax. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break for some uh, news for next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bennett Amalu, uh, the physician who inspired the movie Concussion. He was played by Will Smith, the physician who diagnosed CTE and Mike Webster, the Pittsburgh, they used to call them the Steelers, but sorry to say they're the Kneelers now, uh, and and other uh, football uh players who have uh, CTE. He's going to be our uh, exclusive guest next week. Uh, we will air that show at 4 o'clock. We will have some commentary uh, before and after Dr. Amalo's uh, uh, presence on our program. And, uh, we, you know, if you have time, you know, listen to it. As, as you all know, we're on iTunes and uh, uh, Google Play and Stitcher, all these platforms. Uh, a lot of Ford products, I'm told, have... Uh, Tune in uh, app on the radio. You can listen. We were on the Tune In podcast. I'd uh, love to have you listen. Uh, I think it's really great. And the other thing is, is that Dr. Ron, my son, is going to open up a cryotherapy unit in Fort Myers in two weeks. He's going to be right near the uh, Gulf Coast Hospital uh, on Daniels. Uh, and I'll give you the exact phone number and address. But that's in the works. That'll be in the pharmacy with uh, with Dr. Joe, our, our our pharmacist that's on the on our show every so often, be in the same building, and uh, we're looking forward to helping a lot of people, including athletes in, in that area. Okay, gosh, what a, what a good day this was, and we, we threw the show together because uh, I've been traveling, and I'm, like I told Dr. Dan, I'm in dark, damp, rainy, cold northeast, uh, and uh, I know why I'm in Florida now, Dr. Jerry. Sounds good to me. I'll come down and visit now. <laughs> you, you got an invitation anytime you want. I think if I came want. back there, Ron, uh, I'd come right back to Florida, right? No doubt well, about makes you appreciate. it. I mean, See, yeah, but when you get back to Florida, you're going to kneel down and kiss the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're, oh, that's, that's a given. It's terrible out there right now. I, I don't want to tell you what I'm looking at because you'll, you'll say something bad on the radio, Dr. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> like you did <laughs> before we got on the radio. <laughs> Well, look, an hour has gone by, doctors. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I got to really. Yeah, let's get Dr. Dan. Certain races get more osteo, uh, osteoporosis, too. It seems Caucasians, as they say, and Asians. That's because uh, white boys that, can't jump. You know that. Pardon me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? What, what's it's that, Dr. Jerry? a basketball joke. <laughs> No, 
No, no, that that that's something I read in some of the uh, some of the readings. No, no, I, I, I don't know if that's across that or not. Well, it's true. Suddenly, you know, Eskimos have yeah. a lot uh, because they, but they they are alcoholics. So, I mean, we could get into that, but that's another. That's a, yeah, that's but if they drink a beer, then they'll have no problems with osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> I came across really a, a cute quote that uh, Mark Twain had. He said, uh, always do right. He said, this will gratify some people and astonish the rest. So, yeah, and I think that's what we're all about. We're trying to get honest information out to the, our listening audience so that they can make more informed consent and better decisions. Because I'm telling you, don't, you know, tell your doctor you'll think about it before you jump ahead. That's all. If and I would like to you. say, going out is good, but coming home is better. Mm. And you can't wait to get back here. I know. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I might be kissing the ground because my legs will be worn out in case I, in case I have to walk back home. That's because all the, all those uh, Philadelphia soft pretzels you're carrying back in your suitcase. That's why you're. You're right. <laughs> I always take a dozen back. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Philadelphia pretzels. And the tasty cakes. The tasty cakes. No, I like those soft pretzels. The last time I had them was on McDay Boulevard, but that's another story. <laughs> that's a while ago. Anyway, I'm looking forward to next week's show. I think it's going to be exciting, and uh, the information that Dr. Amalu is going to share with our audience. It's got to be spectacular, especially if you have any grandchildren, you know, they're in contact sports. You, you really have to reevaluate this whole this whole craziness. I got all my grandchildren under 18. No one's playing football. Good. Not taking any chances. That's what he's going to tell us, and he's going to... Oh, dangerous sport in wool. Well... We we're going to discuss that with him and discuss yeah. it from also from a from a Christian Judeo Christian outlook because he he's really he's well versed in the Bible and he has some strong feelings about about this so a little of it might turn some of our podcasters listeners off but we're going to talk a little bit about that and. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it because I don't know what he's going to say. Uh, uh, he wouldn't. Uh, he, a lot of our guests, we we can have some questions for them that we know they're going to answer. But Dr. Malice said no. He just wants to come on, and whatever we want to ask, he'll answer. So, kudos to Dr. Amalo. Great. All right, guys, it's been fun. All right, thank you. It was yeah. fun. It went Ciao. fast. And uh, I am going to uh, try and warm up with uh, something that. Uh, it comes from Italy, from Puglia, an organic wine that's incredible. That's my mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank, thank you for everything, and we'll see you next week, Dr. Malo. And uh, we're going to have Happy a Happy Veterans Day, by the way. Thank you. And then remember, no NFL this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. No NFL. Right. If, uh, if, okay, we'd like to get – they only need a 2% drop in uh, people watching to catch their attention, only 2%. Okay, ciao, everybody. Ciao. God bless you. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogradio.com. 
Thank you.